Praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, it's good to be back again for our Wednesday Bible study time. Let's worship Him who's worthy. Santa. Oh, we worship you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. Father, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. Spirit, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We give you thanks for another day. Another opportunity to serve you, another opportunity to live for your glory. We give you praise, we give you thanks, O oh faithful God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. Thank you for prayers answered. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your precious thoughts towards us, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Plans of good, not evil, to give us a future and a hope, to bring us to the expected end. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's uh, open up our Bibles to book of Ephesians, the first chapter, and there's a prayer there from the 16th verse, after having said so many wonderful truths, uh, Paul now prays for revelation to come to that church, and therefore to all of us. Verse 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling 
And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet, gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. In Jesus' name, amen. So here we have a way of seeing clearly how God would like us to receive revelation, understanding of the hope to which we are called and the inheritance that we have received uh, belonging to his family because the Lord Jesus brought us in and then the excessive power which comes to us as believers because uh, that was the power that Jesus raised, I mean, utilized in his resurrection. And so we are beneficiaries of this. We are receiving. This is for us. And we are seeing more and more how that this prayer affects us as it's supposed to. Praise God. Notice that every name that is named is available there, every name. They don't know some things, they just call them X. So even X is a name, but the name of Jesus is above all that. Amen. And so we have the name of Jesus, not only in this world or age, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet, gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Very interesting that so many things are made available to us as the body of Christ. Paul's main communication was to bring that reality of the body, that we are now the body of Christ. And even if you're the very feet and the soles of the feet, you're still far above every power, every principality, every name that is named, not just in this age, but also in that which is to come. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. Nanda Pratanigadali Nimagoskara Vijnapane Madi Nanu Nimma Nimitta Vagi Edebidade Devarigas Totra Madutine. Namma Kartanada Yesu Kristana Devaru Prabhava Purnanada Tandeu Agiruvatanu Tana Vishavada Tiruvari Keganusaravagi Jnana Prakatanegara Atma Vanu Nimage Anugrahisuvanteu. Atanu Nimma Mano Netra Gadanu Belagisi Atana Kareu Vikeya Nirikshayu Yantadembadanu Parishuddha Raliruva Atana Swastyada Mahimati Shayu Yantadembadanu. Nambuvavarada Namali Atanu Sadisuva Parakramavu Ishtu Atishevada Dademba Danu Atana Balatishevu Ishtu Mahatada Dademba Danu Nivu Tilukulu Vante Anugrahisali. 
ಬಲಾತಿಶಯವು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನಲ್ಲಿ ತೋರಿಬಂದಿದೆ ಹೇಗಂದರೆ ದೇವರು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನನ್ನು ಸತ್ತವರೊಳಗಿಂದ ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿ ಸಕಲ ರಾಜತ್ವ ಅಧಿಕಾರ ಮಹತ್ವ ಪ್ರಭುತ್ವಾದಿಗಳ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ಈ ಲೋಕದಲ್ಲಿ ಮಾತ್ರವಲ್ಲದೆ ಬರುವ ಲೋಕದಲ್ಲಿ ಸಹ ಹೆಸರುಗೊಂಡವರೆಲ್ಲರ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ಎಷ್ಟೋ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಪರಲೋಕದೊಳಗೆ ತನ್ನ ಸ್ವಂತ ಬಲಪಾರ್ಶ್ವದಲ್ಲಿ ಆತನನ್ನು ಕೂಡಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನು ದೇವರು ಸಮಸ್ತವನ್ನು ಆತನ ಪಾದಗಳ ಕೆಳಗೆ ಹಾಕಿದನು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಆತನನ್ನು ಎಲ್ಲಾದರ ಮೇಲೆ ಇರಿಸಿ ಸಭೆಗೆ ಶಿರಸ್ಸಾಗಿ ನೇಮಿಸಿದನು ಸಭೆಯು ಆತನ ದೇಹವಾಗಿದೆ ಎಲ್ಲವನ್ನು ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಸಂಬಂಧದಲ್ಲಿ ವ್ಯಾಪಿಸುವಾತನಿಂದ ಅದು ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣತೆಯುಳ್ಳದಾಗಿದೆ knowledge or just mental ascent but it's a spirit given revelation and so we have uh, that prayer because there is a different knowledge from just worldly and head knowledge that's available to us and uh, that's what is important we need to see that revelation and understanding comes to us and that will cause us to uh live differently it will be uh something that will affect you uh beyond just your natural thinking it will produce a change and um that's what we are looking forward to praise god uh we can turn into jeremiah the 17th chapter also and here we have a familiar scripture from the 5th verse and he says there thus says the lord curse be the man that trusted in man and make it flesh his arm whose heart departed from the lord so here we have a condition of the arm of flesh and the trusting in the ability of the flesh and uh, it's not blessed so we need to uh, begin to look for that which comes from the spirit which comes from god's word and that's where the blessing will be contrary to that the sixth verse he shall be like a heat in the desert shall not see when good cometh that's interesting even if good comes such a person won't see it but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land not inhabited so this is uh, a place of uh disaster and uh no safety because most of the time people are thinking about their own strength their own ability and you know what they have and says you may not even see good when it comes isn't that interesting so there is a power that comes from god that helps you to see and receive that which is good and that's what we want to be able to tap into otherwise it can be all around us and we may not even get it isn't that funny this salt land where nothing grows a wilderness that's where that person will seem to be even though good is all around so what changes all of that is that the trust and confidence is not in the flesh but in god in his word and this can happen to any one of us because we have a part of us that 
is also flesh and has natural, ordinary, mere man's thinking. And so we need to constantly check and see where our trust is, where our hope is. But he goes on in verse 7, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Hallelujah. Isn't that nice to know that there is a chance to hope in the Lord, trust in the Lord, see your future in the Lord, and that such a person is blessed. He shall be as a tree planted by the waters. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God for the tree by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when he cometh. Notice that this is a different kind of seeing again. The other one could not see good. This one cannot see the heat and the hard times. Amen. See, they are there around, but you don't have to see them. You can live independent of that, and you can be seeing good. Hallelujah. Praise God. We don't have to see when the heat comes, because your source is different. He, but notice, her leaf shall be green. That's always the sign of prosperity. And leaves are also uh, proof of endurance, of patience, that they continue to remain like that, green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Praise God. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Praise God. So you don't even have to be bothered during the so-called times of drought. The hard times that are out there. You don't even have to be bothered. You're not careful. You are rested. You are in a place of ease. You are trusting in God and not in the arm and the natural ability of man. Thank God your source is different. Tree planted by waters, roots deeply spread and gone to another place of life, another place of energy and supply. Glory to God. Wonderful. Hallelujah. And uh, we see the next verse, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Notice, I the Lord search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So here we have uh, the overseeing or oversight of God watching everything. And he says he tries and checks the inner workings of the heart. That heart that is, um, you know, somehow... Desperately wicked is the term used there. That there's a part of us that just could be very fleshly and wicked. But we can tell by God's word the difference between the heart and the wickedness and the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And so it's good to know that we can uh, see through these things and we can receive what God would like us to have. Praise God. Amen. Let's see if we can hear some of this also in Canada. Jeremiah 17. 
Oh, it's very impressive to see that from verse 5 to 7, first of all. Praise God. So we know for sure that the person who trusts in the Lord, in whose confidence uh, the Lord is his confidence, notice, he is blessed. Hallelujah. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters, hmm. spread out her roots by the river. Shall not see when he cometh, Mm-mm. but a leaf shall be green. Shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things. This is talking about the flesh nature. And so that would like to rise up. And uh, thank God we can know by the word of God, what is coming from the flesh and what is coming from the born-again spirit. And we can receive God's benefits and we can receive according to what we have believed. Praise God. Let's see also verse 8 to 10 in Kannada. ಅವನು so we have the opportunity to receive from God, from His Word, as we think on these things, as we work with the Word. God wants us to have a life that is carefree, worry-free, burden-free, enjoying the blessings and benefits of God. What a wonderful father we have, better than any natural father. And so uh, we can unleash ourselves from every kind of contrary thinking, fleshly confidence, and we can step into that evergreen possibility. Praise God. Living strong, living uh, renewed, Living carefree, having a perpetual supply, no matter what's going on there. Hallelujah. These are all uh, scriptural principles. And God has put his stamp on that. He says he checks our heart to see, according to what we have believed, it shall be given to us. Amen. According to what we are trusting, it shall be given to us. And so we have uh, this separate kind of... um, monitoring of our lives uh, which is open to God and we will get the benefits of God. I'm so glad we can do that. Hallelujah. And so we remember from Hebrews 4 that our labor is with the word of God. Our labor is with the double-edged sword. Amen. And so um, 
we have the ability to speak to other thoughts and challenge other thoughts and be delivered from, uh, you know, constantly wavering. And we found out that the wavering thoughts and the wavering personality uh, receives nothing from God. And that an unstable man is uh, going to receive nothing. And so we want to be sure that we nail that down and keep our mind sort of one tracked, you know, one-sided way of thinking. And uh, we just plant our lives along the Word of God and the things of the Spirit rather than anything else. And that's our labor. And that promises a place of rest where you are not worried or anxious, you are carefree. And that is God's desire for us and He doesn't want us to miss it. In fact, He cautions us in chapter 4 of Hebrews that we should fear lest that promise of us entering into the rest, any of us should seem to come short of it. And so God's uh, highest is that we enjoy this benefit. And he said you you should uh, bring it into a realm of fear, lest you fall away from that place. And so this should be a good thing to put on our, uh, you know, dashboard as we fly down the, path of life. Amen. Make sure that the rest is there constantly. Am I resting or am I striving uh, in the flesh? Amen. And uh, constantly keep that check and realize that it is the mercy and the grace of God that supplies all our needs. Hallelujah. That uh, we are accepting it. We are receiving it. We are working with it even more. Hallelujah. So let's see if we can hear uh, Hebrews 4.1 also in Canada. Praise God. Here again we notice verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Some people argue that you know... Uh, they didn't have the gospel preached to them. They just had some kind of law. But you know, in all of that, they were pointers towards Jesus, the sacrifice. Everything was a, a picture of Jesus coming, the lamb being slain. You see? And the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So the active ingredient here that changes everything is... Faith in the word of God. Faith in God. And that has to be in the mix. And then we who believe enter into rest. So there you go. If you have reached the place of resting, you have reached the place of believing. Praise God. And so we would like to be in that place constantly. Praise God. And, uh, you know, put every other fear away. Hallelujah. Let's see verse 2 and verse 3 also in Kanada. 
ಲೋಕದ ಅಸ್ಥಿ ವಾರದೊಡನೆ ಆತನ ಕೆಲಸಗಳು ಮುಗಿದಿದ್ದರೂ ಆತನು ಅವರು ನನ್ನ ವಿಶ್ರಾಂತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಸೇರುವುದೇ ಇಲ್ಲವೆಂದು ನಾನು ಕೋಪದಿಂದ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಮಾಡಿದೆನು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು ನಂಬಿರುವ ನಾವೇ ಆ ವಿಶ್ರಾಂತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುತ್ತೇವೆ the law became so important that even believers you know and churches try to make people who are born again more like a, you know some law abiding jewish person it's funny how how powerful that is that you know we need to see it clearly observe in jonah's time the reluctant prophet who didn't want to go and minister mercy in Nineveh and tried at the risk of death to run away from God you know somehow he thought he could just escape and not preach to those people it still baffles me how you may not want some people to be saved uh, you may not want some people to get mercy you know this man probably had a mixture of all those feelings they were a very wicked people uh they were known for their wickedness and so he he really didn't want to go there and he knew that god would forgive them if they would just choose to think upon him amen and that's the person who is our father today amen notice here um it was a rather large place and um verse 2 arise go to nineveh in jonah 3 Arise go to Nineveh that great city and preach to it the preaching that I bid you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of 3 days journey. So to cross that city it required 3 days. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. and he cried and said yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown praise god i want you to notice here verse 5 so the people of Nineveh believed god praise amen god. so he was not preaching about wear this don't wear that you know eat this don't eat that some kind of jewish laws he was preaching a gospel that if you can accept Jesus you don't have to go through judgment you don't have to go through these consequences and the people of Nineveh believed God amen and proclaimed a fast so it they didn't just through fasting uh you know achieve something that was not the legalism at all it was believing the goodness of God and then fasting that god is merciful even though destruction would have been there if they would turn to the mercy of god believe in the goodness of god praise god and then do other things those things would be accepted it's not just fasting is going to change things and somehow external things like that make god just approve amen it is believing god and then doing xyz proclaiming a fast putting on sackcloth notice from the greatest even to the least so we need to know that they were not just going around saying you can't eat pork 
you can't eat shrimp, you can't eat this, that, the other. They were talking plainly about a God who also judges, but is also merciful. And there is good news. And that if you change your heart and believe in Him, then you could show forth other things as a proof that you have accepted that He is merciful and you want to change your ways. All of that can be accounted for. Verse 6, For the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. So it was not the sackcloth or ashes that changed anything. Notice that. It was that he believed God. Amen. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. That's pretty strong. Where even your animals are not allowed to feed or drink. From the king all the way. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. And cry mightily to God. Praise God. Let them turn everyone from his evil way. And from the violence that's in their hands. They must have been pretty violent people. Wicked people. And so as a sign that they had believed God. And trusting in his mercy. They wanted to bring forth some fruit. And make some adjustments. And show their contrition. You know how uh, deeply moved they were in their heart. And they did all these things. And they fasted. And they didn't even drink water. And verse 9 says, Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from the evil way. <clears throat> and God repented of the evil that he had said he would do them, and he did it not. So I want us to focus on the fact that they believed. Amen. It was not just some uh, external thing they were doing. They were believing in the goodness of God. They were believing that God could change. Uh, instead of judgment, they could have mercy. Amen. Um, here they have a verse that can be also you know, used against the scripture. That God does not repent. But notice here, he's only changing in quote, if he ever changes, his thinking uh, towards the people for their benefit. Never Never. It's always for their benefit. Amen. It's not because he changes, but, but because he would like to bless people. If they make adjustments, they will receive from his mercy. Amen. So there's always mercy with God. There's always confidence to come to the throne of grace. He has always been like that. He just wants you to make the effort, come towards him, come to his mercy, come to his grace, and... Uh, that would change everything. In the disciples' lives, they said, Oof, I, I can't believe that. 490 times in a day, and I should do that to my fellow man. Oh, Lord, increase my faith. Amen. But he said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard, you know, you might say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and it should obey you. So our faith actually stems from the goodness of God, stems from the mercy of God. 
Hallelujah. That no matter what's going on out there, there is mercy with him. There's grace with him. Hallelujah. You may not be perfect in all of your ways, but you are trusting in him. His goodness, his mercy, his word. Amen. And we have to remember that there's no perfect man on the earth. The only perfect person is Jesus. We are called to act on what we know. We're called to check our hearts. But even if we miss it, we should run to the mercy of God and run to the grace of God. And not be offended and hurt by that and just back off completely. Amen. So, uh, you know, sometimes people get frustrated because they find out that they made another mistake. And they flopped again. And they were not up there. But he invites us to come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That's the kind of God that Jonah was talking about. That there's destruction looming upon this city, but you can believe the goodness of God. And they heard all of that and they believed. Amen. So we need to, uh, especially nowadays... Because we are assaulted by all of this, uh, whatever was probably in Nineveh is all around now. There's all kinds of violence, all kinds of wickedness. We're living in fierce times. And sometimes our hearts can be affected by these things. Because broadly speaking, whatever is not of faith uh, is evil. Amen. And so we are assaulted by things that are not of faith constantly in all kinds of manners because we are surrounded by the media and even legitimate things are trying to drag us away from trusting in God. Amen. And they're clubbed together as an evil heart of unbelief. Amen. So we need to be careful that we are not trusting in what others are trusting in. We're not trusting in what the media is saying. We're not trusting in what man's report is. We are believing God's report. And even if you miss it here and there, you can always run back to him quickly and believe in his mercy. Continue to receive from his grace. Amen? And so, um, thank God that after that, they would now do certain works to show their contrition or their uh, yieldedness, not being hardened, but yielding. They said, we're going to fast, we're going to do this and that. All these external things came out. In in other words, pure religion. Amen? James calls it pure religion. Pure religion means external things that are good in God's eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see if we can hear a thing or two uh, in Canada. From verse 4 and 5, first of all, of Jonah 3. Praise God. And the scripture goes on to say that they fasted and so forth. Let's hear that also, verse... Five, and we did five, I think. All right, verse six and seven also in Canada. 
ಆ ಮಾತು ನಿನೆವೆಯ ಅರಸನಿಗೆ ಮುಟ್ಟಿದಾಗ ಅವನು ತನ್ನ ಸಿಂಹಾಸನದಿಂದ ಎದ್ದು ತನ್ನ ನಿಲುವಂಗಿಯನ್ನು ತೆಗೆದಿಟ್ಟು ಗೋಣಿ ತಟ್ಟನ್ನು ಹುಟ್ಟುಕೊಂಡು ಬೂದಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಕೂತುಕೊಂಡನು ಅವನು ಅರಸನಿಂದಲೂ ತನ್ನ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠರಿಂದಲೂ ಆದ ನಿರ್ಣಯವನ್ನು ನಿನೆವೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಸಾರಿ ಹೇಳಿದ್ದೇನೆಂದರೆ ಮನುಷ್ಯರಾಗಲಿ ಮೃಗಗಳಾಗಲಿ ದನಗಳಾಗಲಿ ಕುರಿಗಳಾಗಲಿ ಏನಾದರೂ ರುಚಿ ನೋಡದಿರಲಿ ಮೇಯದಿರಲಿ ನೀರನ್ನು ಕುಡಿಯದಿರಲಿ ಮನುಷ್ಯರು ಮೃಗಗಳು ಗೋಣಿ ತಟ್ಟು ಹಾಕಿಕೊಂಡು ಬಲವಾಗಿ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಮೊರೆಯಿಡಲಿ There's a lot there, but we can look at, for instance, verse 25, but whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridles not his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is in vain observe here that it's not just you know doing deeds amen for the deeds to be blessed or approved of god there has to be certain things along with those deeds amen the man's deeds are not blessed his works are not blessed if he's not hearing amen if he's not actually acting on the word of god praise god and notice here again if any man among you in 26 seem to be religious and bridles not his tongue so you can be doing this and that and the other but if you are not keeping your tongue in in check even though you're doing all these good things you may just be doing things that are a waste of time isn't that interesting so the 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 clarity here is that you have to believe god you have to act on the word of god and then do things it's not just doing things it's doing things from a certain kind of faith system where you have uh, adjusted your heart your tongue accordingly and then you do things those things are blessed you know so people may be busy doing this that the other and they just talk trash use bad words this and that and the other and they think that because they've done all these things it may make a difference but guess what that's contrary to what he's saying amen so we need to be able to see that there is a pure doing and god is not interested in just doing amen he would like to bless those works based on what's going on in the heart and certain reactions through the mouth also at the same time amen and then if you do something instead of it becoming uh, just wood hay and stubble it becomes precious amen so there is a lot in these thoughts also and it looks like james had a tough church where there was all these things had to be addressed and that was the jewish church and they had this idea that they were doing so many great works you know uh, because they were very legal type of people that even after peter came back from cornelius's house they had to check and see whether it was for real amen and they seemed to agree with it for some time but then later on they are the ones that caused trouble 
And he had to run off and join Paul in Antioch. Amen. Antioch was not approved by the Jewish people. It was a separate thing that started off. Amen. But uh, we who are understanding these things more and more, we realize Jesus says, come to me very early itself. Take the yoke upon you, my yoke, and learn. And then go do things. Not just do, 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 do. And not do it properly. So uh, sometimes they say, just go win souls, go do this, go do that, you know. But he wants it to be done in a certain way. Otherwise they'll be like, uh, I do all these things, but I'm not blessed. You may not see the benefit. Praise God. But the one who does it from a certain way of thinking, from a certain way of heart, so to speak, he's blessed in his deed. Amen. So we, uh, we want to see things like that. The heart can be deceitful. The heart can be hardened. The heart can be uh, w- with unbelief, you know, deep unbelief. An evil heart of unbelief is possible in the believer. Our spirit is saved. Just like Jesus, perfect like him. But our deep thoughts could be hardened with even unbelief there. With all kinds of things uh, deeply rooted in which we have to work with. Bitterness can uh, spring up and defile many. All these things are there and they hinder us from receiving the benefits. Amen. Such a person can be blessed in his deed. Amen. So um, thank God that we can tell the difference as we meditate on the word of God. And uh, it's not enough to just meditate, but he should be a doer also. Notice that side. Amen. Uh, Not just Bible study after Bible study and listening and listening and doing nothing. (laughs) That's another one. Amen. But both sides are possible. And it's good to get both. Amen. Why not get the blessing? Why not get the benefit totally? Instead of just having a one-sided life. Amen. So we are called on to good works. We're not saved by good works. But we're called on to good works. Which, um, you know, if done in a certain way, uh, receive blessings. Praise God. God's favor is there. God's empowerment is there. And we want to be watching over these kind of things. All right, I see we can read um, verse 25, I mean, sorry, 22 and 23. No, no, sorry. Verse 25, yeah. Observe verse 26, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridles not his tongue. In this context, religious means the external works. And does not keep his tongue, but deceives his own heart. This man's religion is in vain. So all the works that this person is doing are just going to go up in flames. No point. Amen. So we have to be careful that uh, our tongues are saying the right thing. Praise God. Because of our work with the word. And therefore we are receiving benefits. Thank God. Verse 26. 
ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಭಕ್ತನೆಂದೇ ನಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಯಾವನಾದರೂ ತನ್ನ ನಾಲಿಗೆಗೆ ಕಡಿವಾಣವನ್ನು ಹಾಕದೆ ತನ್ನ ಹೃದಯವನ್ನು ಮೋಸಗೊಳಿಸುವವನಾದರೆ ಅವನ ಭಕ್ತಿ ನಿಷ್ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವಾಗಿದೆ So this guy thinks he has done so many great things and in his heart he he thinks wow I've done so much I've done this I've done the other then he finds out that he has deceived his own heart Amen he he just is, doesn't get what he thought he would be getting because he didn't check these other meters so to speak Amen so we're called to do this um right and it's for our own benefit there's no other reason God is a good God and he wants to crown us he wants to uh you know rejoice over us even more and honor us forever and so these things are written down and uh we want to be uh, partakers of it hallelujah let's go to him hebrews the 11th chapter also i'm sorry the 4th chapter also Hebrews chapter 4 is uh, where we have been looking for some couple of days now and we will just go straight to the 11th verse thank you jesus and we were saying that it sounds like uh, it doesn't make sense how can you labor to enter into rest amen and uh, people ask that question sometimes what is this labor to enter rest you know we like the 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 zero labor kind of rest but that's not going to happen amen because these things are spiritual entities these things are uh, thoughts that come from another world system and they're trying to unseat us from our place of rest amen trying to make us not see good when it comes you know you can just be say i didn't see anything you guys talk about this and that and the other god promised this god said that i didn't get anything you don't see good when it comes why because there's a certain heart there's a certain work there's a certain labor that goes with it to see amen and so uh, you know you become very grateful when you see god's word coming to pass you just get so touched that you know that was god You know that came from the word of God. It didn't just come through some fleshly thing. Praise God. And that begins to uh, rise up in your life as uh, a place of excitement. Wow, that was God. That was God. Amen. Notice the 11th verse. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So this is there available for any person. You can labor and enter to rest any person and you can also fall away due to unbelief any person. Amen. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. We don't want to. We want to be on the right side. Praise God. And so we want to labor. We want to do it right. Hallelujah. This is possible. for us notice verse 12 for the word of god is alive or quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart these are very deep things thoughts intents wow you're thinking this way but your intention is that way 
All those things can be separated. Amen. By the word of God. So the deception comes when you don't know. You, you thought this, but then you got that. And so you're like, oh, I deceived myself somewhere. Praise God. So, you know, you're getting more and more accurate from within when you work with the word of God. Hallelujah. And that's why we're, in quotes, striving with the word to just get more out of it. Praise God. Reading over and over similar scriptures, repeating them to see, is there anything we have missed? Is there something God would like to tell us now? Amen. And not say, I've already read that. No. If this is the only thing we're going to labor with, then everything must be in it. Even if we've heard it million times. There must be something in there specific to today, to right now. Amen. There must be something he's trying to tell us for today that our hearts can adjust to so that we are not deceiving ourselves. We are receiving the benefit here and in eternity. Amen. So we have here the two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So we have a physical work going on at the same time, even in our marrow. Praise God. As we are thinking about the word and working with the word, it helps us in the joints and in the marrow. Praise God. Neither is any creature. Is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight? But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Notice that we saw that he gives us according to our hearts. He said that he will repay according to the heart and the deeds inside there. That everything is open to him. They all go together. Amen. So he sees these things. And he is there to make sure. As much as you and I can adjust. We get the benefits of our labor in the word of God. Hallelujah. He wants us to get it. But just in case. Notice verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. That is passed into the heavens. Jesus the son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. We have a great high priest. Amen. For our flop and failure. When it looks like nothing is happening. Keep saying the right thing. Keep saying it. Keep at it. Keep going at it. Maintain that. Hold fast to it. Somebody would like to steal it from you. And it's often through circumstances that the enemy tries to steal. Through your feelings. Through your emotions. Through the heart. That may just be a bunch of unbelief. Eventually. Bad reports. So-called necessities of life. The cares of life. Normal things that everybody needs. May just pile up and even eventually uh, contribute to unbelief. Amen. Thinking about them all the time. I need this. I need that. I need the other. We should be thinking on the word. Amen. Amen. Meditating on his word. Hallelujah. Even after closing the book. Amen. You may not carry your Bible with you everywhere. But as you look into the word. The mirror. You know it's an interesting mirror. You don't just see yourself. It's the only mirror that you see somebody else in. Jesus. Hallelujah. And you see him. 
And the more you see him and he's kept in your heart, the more you will show him. Amen. So we are not just uh, going to be opening our Bible everywhere, just walking around with our Bibles and you know, not doing anything else. But we are keeping it in our hearts and thinking upon it even while we're doing various things. And Jesus is being revealed. Hallelujah. What we saw in that mirror, which is not just ourselves, but Jesus, and we become like what we are seeing. Amen. We're changed into that same image. We are beginning to see more and more of Him, and it reflects in our life. Amen. So our main target is to be like Him, isn't it? Like the Word of God. So we work with the Word. We labor with the Word. Thank God. We have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Amen. Thank God that God decided we needed a high priest. Shoo. That was, you know, one powerful reason why Jesus came to the earth. So that he could be our high priest, touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Aware that he's there for us. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Oh yes, our help comes from the Lord. Amen. That time of need, we go to Him. Hallelujah. And so becoming aware more and more that we have this great high priest present day on our behalf, speaking the word, releasing mercy, using our words, we declare we have boldness in Him. Amen. Our confidence is in Him. Not in ourselves. Not in our own ability. Amen. So even in that mirror, we are not just seeing ourselves. We're seeing Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see if we can read this also in Canada. I think we did verse 11. We did none. Okay, let's do 11 through 16 in Canada. ಆದದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ಅವರ ಅಪನಂಬಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಅನುಸರಿಸುವವರ ಆಗದಂತೆ ಆ ವಿಶ್ರಾಂತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಸೇರುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಪ್ರಯಾಸ ಪಡೋಣ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ದೇವರ ವಾಕ್ಯವು ಸಜೀವವಾದದ್ದು ಶಕ್ತಿಯುಳ್ಳದ್ದು ಯಾವ ಇಬ್ಬಾಯಿ ಕತ್ತಿಗಿಂತಲೂ ಹದವಾದದ್ದು ಪ್ರಾಣ ಆತ್ಮಗಳನ್ನು ಕೀಲು ಮಜ್ಜೆಗಳನ್ನು ವಿಭಾಗಿಸುವಷ್ಟರ ಮಟ್ಟಿಗೆ ತೂರಿ ಹೋಗುವಂಥದ್ದು ಹೃದಯದ ಆಲೋಚನೆಗಳನ್ನು ಉದ್ದೇಶಗಳನ್ನು ವಿವೇಚಿಸುವಂಥದ್ದು ಆಗಿದೆ ನಾವು ಯಾವಾತನಿಗೆ ಲೆಕ್ಕ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಬೇಕಾಗಿದೆಯೋ ಆತನ ದೃಷ್ಟಿಗೆ ಸಮಸ್ತವೂ ಮುಚ್ಚುಮರೆಯಿಲ್ಲ ಅದ್ದಾಗಿಯೂ ಬಯಲಾದದ್ದಾಗಿಯೂ ಆದರೆ ಆತನ ಸನ್ನಿಧಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಅಗೋಚರವಾಗಿರುವ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಯೂ ಒಂದೂ ಇಲ್ಲ ಆಕಾಶಗಳನ್ನು ದಾಟಿ ಹೋದ ದೇವಕುಮಾರನಾದ ಯೇಸುವೆಂಬ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ಮಹಾಯಾಜಕನು ನಮಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ಮಾಡಿರುವ ಅರಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಬಿಗಿಯಾಗಿ ಹಿಡಿಯೋಣ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನಮಗಿರುವ ಮಹಾಯಾಜಕನು ನಮ್ಮ ನಿರ್ಬಲಾವಸ್ಥೆಯನ್ನು ಕುರಿತು ಅನುತಾಪವಿಲ್ಲದವನಲ್ಲ ಆತನು ಸರ್ವ ವಿಷಯಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಮ್ಮ ಹಾಗೆ ಶೋಧನೆಗೆ ಗುರಿಯಾದರೂ ಪಾಪರಹಿತನಾಗಿದ್ದನು ಆದದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ಕರುಣೆಯನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವಂತೆಯೂ ಆತನ ಕೃಪೆಯಿಂದ ಸಮಯೋಚಿತವಾದ ಸಹಾಯವು ನಮಗೆ ದೊರೆಯುವಂತೆಯೂ ಧೈರ್ಯದಿಂದ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಹಾಸನದ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಬರೋಣ Let's look at something in the Old Testament, just briefly, 2 Chronicles, and we'll see in chapter 14. It's good to see certain things, uh, you know, in spite of the various covenant time changes, that there are things there that speak to us. In the 14th chapter, 
we notice here there is this great army of people and uh, Ethiopians were there a host of thousand thousand and three hundred chariots came to Meresha some place and Asa went out against him verse 10 set the battle in array in the valley of Zephathah at Meresha and Asa cried unto the Lord his God and said Lord it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord, for we rest on thee. And in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God. Let not man prevail against thee. Wow. Praise God. So there's this multitude coming against them and he cries out to God and says, It's not hard for you to do Wonders with just a few people. It's not the arm of flesh, Lord. It's not our strength, O Lord. We open ourselves to you. Even in Gideon's story, we see it was not, you know, the multitude that God wanted. He wanted some people of a certain way of heart, a way of thinking. Amen. So we have here the same person. He's now a father, no doubt. But we have a duty to check where our strength is. Amen. What we are really trusting in. Not the arm of flesh, but in his word, in who he is. And of course, the victory came to them. Amen. So the Lord smote, verse 12, smote the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. Glory to God. Of course, they got out of spoil and enjoyed the benefits, exceeding much spoil. Amen. So we are constantly being uh, reminded that even in the Old Testament, people who trusted in the Lord rather than multitudes of soldiers and horses and chariots, praise God, it was again being centered on the Lord. Amen. And that he has not changed. And today we have his word, finally, Genesis to Revelation in our hands. To bear witness with the track record that he had with all of these people. And nobody adds to or takes from it. That was the end. With, with Revelation, that was the end. There's no more. You don't add any more. There's no more. This is the whole volume of the book. Praise God. And it is in our hands. And we can go and check how people reacted and dealt with him. Amen. And we can expect the same results. Let's go on there and read this also. Verse 11, all the, the way to 12. In Second Chronicles. Yes. Aga Asanu Tanna Devarada Kartananu Karidu Kartane Anekara Madhyadali Balahina Rige Sahaya Kudu Vavanu Namma Devarada Kartane Namage Sahaya Kudu Yakandare Navu Nina Mele Atukundi Adeve Nina Hesarinali Navu Igumpina Mele Hogutteve O Kartane Nina Horatu Bere Yaru Illa Nine Namma Devaru Manushanu Nine Durinali Balagurladirali Andanu Aga Kartanu Kushiranu Asana Mundeu Yu Dadavara Mundeu Hodadano Adadarinda Kushiru Udigodaru. Amen. Praise God. And so we have these kind of stories, and this man definitely got benefits. And then a prophet was sent along his way and all of those things. Hallelujah. 
And he says some words there that may be a little strong. But we can go to Second Chronicles 16 and observe there the ninth verse. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Amen. So here we have the story continuing that um, Asa was not very happy. So his heart has shifted a little bit. Things have changed. The prophet came and warned him about it. And he got angry with the seer. Verse 10. Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in prison. In a prison house. For he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people at the same time. So the heart is not always at the same place. The heart is still the same with us today. It can be quite evil. It can change. It can be hard. It can be softened. It can be bitter. It can have unbelief. Amen. And so the God who knows us well, before we ever knew what was going on, He knew us before time began, has given us all these thoughts, even in the new covenant, to check our hearts. To work with the word and if you find some flaw there, go to the great high priest of mercy. And he will forgive and forget and we can receive grace to go on. So this man here, uh, eventually as time went, you know, there was great peace there and all of that. But still, he changed. Verse 8 says, Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a great host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet, because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. See, there had to be a memory created. It's as though he forgot. Didn't you remember that God delivered you from that great host? That's how the heart is. We tend to forget. So the Bible tells us to forget not all his benefits. Amen. Go camp on that again. Remind yourself of the goodness of God. How he brought us thus far. And then you get more confident about the future. Was not the same God who delivered you from the great host of the Ethiopians and the Lubims. Many chariots and horsemen. But because you relied on the Lord. He delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord. Same eyes. They run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Amen. So God sees the heart and rewards openly. So we're not wasting our time pondering these things, thinking about these things and praying about it to do it from the heart because God sees that and he blesses and rewards them. Amen. And there's no point getting angry with the, the preacher for that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, put that guy in prison. And so on. You know, praise God. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. From verse 8 all the way to 10. Kushiru, Lubiru, Mahasainya Vallavo, Avara Sangada Aneka Ratagalu, Rahutaru, Idara Lave, Aganinu Katana Mele, Atukonda Darinda, Atanu Avaranu Nina Kayali Upisidanu. 
ಕರ್ತನ ಸಮ್ಮುಖದಲ್ಲಿ ಪೂರ್ಣ ಹೃದಯವುಳ್ಳವರ ನಿಮಿತ್ತ ಬಲವನ್ನು ತೋರಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಆತನ ಕಣ್ಣುಗಳು ಸಮಸ್ತ ಭೂಮಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಓಡಾಡುತ್ತವೆ ಈಗ ನೀನು ಬುದ್ಧಿಹೀನಾಗಿ ನಡಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದಿ ನಿಶ್ಚಯವಾಗಿ ಇಂದಿನಿಂದ ನಿನಗೆ ಯುದ್ಧಗಳು ಉಂಟಾಗಿರುವವು ಅಂದನು ಆಗ ಆಸನು ಪ್ರವಾದಿಯ ಮೇಲೆ ಕೋಪಗೊಂಡು ಅವನನ್ನು ಸೆರೆಮನೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಹಾಕಿಸಿದನು ಅವನ ಮಾತುಗಳ ನಿಮಿತ್ತ ಅವನ ಮೇಲೆ ರೌದ್ರವುಳ್ಳವನಾಗಿದ್ದನು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಅದೇ ಕಾಲದಲ್ಲಿ ಆಸನು ಜನರಲ್ಲಿ ಕೆಲವರನ್ನು ಬಾಧಿಸಿದನು So we have record after record of people who are not perfect but when they relied on the Lord God showed up on their behalf so to speak and now it's our turn amen and we are invited to labor with the word of God which is alive full of power amen it works in marrow in bones in the deep recesses the fine line that separates fleshly thinking from spirit thinking amen voices arising in our head you'll be surprised how many voices just chime in in your head from here and there and the other and so we may have to open our mouth and address these things and speak to them directly amen and that's why the word is you know double mouthed so to speak because uh, we have to address the spirit side of who we are and then address the flesh part of who we are amen this is from my spirit the lord said i am with you mighty warrior the victory is yours in every place always and then you know that has to be spoken that even though um, these thoughts are coming contrary to the word of god i'm going to speak the word of god i don't care what the flesh said what that kind of natural uh, rational thinking and reasoning said i'm going to speak the word of god Amen. So thoughts are going to arise and uh, challenge you. How does that feel now? How does this feel? See, you had it in your family and uh, this is what you get and so on and so forth. And this sounds very logical and very uh, scientific, but you have to stand against it from the word of God. and God is able to win even though you seem to have a majority against you but just because you trusted in his word and what he said you win amen so many reports may be against you but you can choose God's word and win today we are not having you know armies of you know various countries coming against us as a believer so to speak but we having armies of reports voices coming against us and we have to decide that we are going with god's word rather than all of those things that are there even though in the natural you may not be armed and ready for it but in the spirit you are trusting god amen so we are not trusting in our natural resources here we are not trusting in our natural ability here we are trusting in the word of the lord and we are entering into rest based on that not because of any other thing and we may not be perfect but we have a great high priest there for us that we can go to boldly and receive from amen mercy and grace to help in the time of need thank god for that hallelujah all right let's go to the book of luke for a minute matthew mark luke notice luke 15 It's interesting that that's the only place that it is written. I didn't see it anywhere else. Luke 15. 
Notice verse 10. Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. Praise God. I notice here that they are not rejoicing about our house and our clothes and our cars and our jacuzzi bathtubs. There's no rejoicing among angels in heaven. But one sinner that repents, they literally have a party. Joyful excitement in the presence of the angels of God. Amen? So we have to realize that all the other things we are doing, believing this, believing that, believing the other, is just to help us to get these people to rejoice in heaven. Amen? To get angels to rejoice in heaven is just to help someone receive Jesus. That's all. Everything else that we're believing this, we're believing that, is also that we're able to still show forth to those people out there who have no clue what's going on. Amen? It's nothing else but a tool. Our clothing, our strength, our ability, our physical attributes, everything is just a tool to produce this eternal result. Praise God. This is what is most important, right? And we must think like that. Our thoughts may have gone some other place. Our thoughts may have gone like everybody else. To just be like them. And not even think about this. But this is what rocks heaven. This is what endures forever. Amen. So we have to start uh, slowly narrowing things down. To what is the purpose of this all. Amen. It's for me to bring joy in heaven. That's all. Thank God. Let's hear Luke 15.10 also in Canada. And so every other thought has to slowly take the back seat. No matter how important it seems to be, we realize it's just a tool. Amen? Hallelujah. Trying to look good is just a tool so that people will notice, okay, they look good. They look fine. They don't look like they're suffering. Amen. And you are the advertisement of Jesus, the one that you saw in the mirror. And you're carrying him with you. And you're able to share him. Amen. The other day I was in the train as usual. And, uh, you know, the TT came. And uh, after some time, you don't want to sit in. It was one of those enclosed things, you know, where there are curtains everywhere. And that can be kind of tough, especially if male and female are there, you know. So uh, eventually, my little enclosure got filled with female uh, kind of names and stuff. So I bailed out and came and sat, you know, in another place. And as after we crossed into Kerala... I noticed that also was now for the females. And so I was like, oh. but I, I did not know that. We were just jogging along. And then TT came and looked and looked and looked. After two, three visits, I told him, are you looking for that number? This is not my seat. I said, mine is next door. 
And eventually a whole troop of ladies came and they were not too happy, you know. So I, I, I finally thought, hmm, maybe because <laughs> I'm praying, we're praying that we meet the right people, we go with the right people. Maybe I should go back to that same place where I'm assigned. And there was just one lady there. So I removed all the curtains. What to do? I mean, I was in a bit of a huff because I was trying to be noble. Finally, I just moved the curtains and plonked myself there so she's not threatened. And she was rather young. Maybe of college age or something. Well, I began. After pondering a little, I Have you heard about Jesus? And we started talking. And she listened to everything. And then she told me she, she's very happy with her own faith. I said, that's all right. But by the time she heard my story, I could see her eyes popped. And I showed her my family, you know. Ah, nice family. And I believe that was not a waste of time. Praise God that Christ will be made known. Hallelujah. And so let's just factor that in everywhere as much as we can. Think about that. Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Doesn't matter, but at least you shared the gospel. Amen. And uh, you know, you gave them an opportunity to see a happy family. Amen. They don't look like they were suffering. They were, all of them standing looking good. All these are just helps so that Jesus is, you know, brought forward. Hallelujah. Matthew the 6th chapter. Instead of some wretched looking people down and out and then you say Jesus will help you. You don't look like you got anything out of Jesus. Amen. Ha ha ha. So he said come take your yoke. My yoke upon you learn of me. And then you will find rest. And then when you have that rest around you. That peace around you. People see the difference. You're not worked up. Chewing your nails. And wondering where's the next meal coming from. Are you going to make it through? Is there going to be pension for you? Or no pension or whatever. Where's your insurance? You're not bothered about all that. You're trusting in the Lord. Are you going to get next month's salary? That's not your problem. Ha ha ha. You're peacefully relaxing. Knowing that everything is for his kingdom. For people to get to know. That there is a person who gave his life for them. Who loves them more than father or mother. Amen. Amen. Matthew 6. Notice there. Verse 22. Let's start in 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It's just the way it is. It gravitates that way. Where your treasure is, that's where your deep thoughts will go. It's like that. If your treasure is in heaven, that's where your deep thoughts will go. Praise God. Verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Amen. In other words, the eyes or the senses are what bring all of these thoughts towards us. And we need to keep them single. Single Single-minded. Single-minded. Eventually, it's not just the senses, it's the mind where all these things come to. Thy whole body shall be full of light. So if the thoughts are focused 
in the word of God, guess what will happen? Your whole body will be full of light. The light of God's word, the entrance of his word giveth light. It giveth understanding, the simple. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. So we have all of these things uh, attacking our eyes, our senses, again and again. This, that, the other keeps coming. We have to bring it down and narrow it down again and again to thinking about his word, thinking about heavenly benefits. Does this really add to anything in heaven? Praise God. Is this going to bring any rejoicing by angels? Hallelujah. Is this going to help us be a witness? Is this going to help us be a tool? Single-minded. We eventually bring everything down to one narrow, in quote, minded way of thinking. Praise God. And that is what he's talking about. And it's all in the red letter. So Jesus is speaking. Verse 24. No man can serve two masters. It's as simple as that. There has to be one. Someone must rise up above all else. We cannot serve flesh and spirit. It has to be for one reason. Is this going to produce rejoicing in heaven? Is this going to produce the glory of God? Is this going to be a tool? That's all. There's nothing else, right? We're not just here simply living like everybody else. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is the name of the God of this world and its financial system. Praise God. We have another system. We cannot think like them. All that we are thinking about is for heaven to rejoice. Amen. And that is our heart. And God will reward you for that. And you will get honor here and there also. Amen. And we need to think that way. Hallelujah. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. The world is bothered about their life. What's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? So they use all their strivings, all their ability to heap up something to help them. Amen. But you, you don't have to worry about that. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor for your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body than raiment? He says, look at the birds. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't keep here and there. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them, takes care of them. In other words, the world is always trying to look out for themselves, for their own security. Their main reason is themselves. That's all they're thinking about. And we cannot afford to be like that. We have one master and the way he thinks is there must be rejoicing in heaven. There must be excitement in God's presence. Is this a tool that God can use? Amen. And so our hearts change. You can tell that our hearts have drifted from that or they're close to that. You can tell. It happens. All of us go through these things. Oh Lord, I'm sorry. I was beginning to think like the world. That's called worldly. Hallelujah. Worldly thinking. It comes into the church. 
and he came into Pastor James Church and they became so confident and they would actually hate one another, in quote, murder one another and desire and lust and would not get because they wanted to consume it upon themselves. Amen. The more you covet, the less you get. Isn't that interesting? Hallelujah. So we don't covet. We want to give him glory. We want to put it into rejoicing in heaven. Thank God. The word of God is there for us. Notice the right way. We want to do it the right way. We want to do it looking in the mirror, examining our hearts, desiring it properly, and seeing the results. Amen. All right. Uh, Matthew 6. Let's see if we can read 22 to 24. <laughs> Yava Manushenu Ibaru Yajamana Rige Seve Madalaranu, Yakandare Avanu Ubananu Hagemadi in Nobananu Priti Maduvanu, Illavadare Ubananu Hondikundu Matobananu Asade Maduvanu, Nivu Devaranu Danavanu Sevisalari. Praise God. And so we can read twenty five also in Kannada. Adakarana Nanu Nimage Heruva de Nandare, Nimma Prana Koskara Nivu, Enu Tinabeku, Matu, Enu Kudiabeku, Embadara Vishayat Kagali, Ilave, Nimma Sharira Kenivu, Enu Hudukula Bekin Tagali, Chinte Mada Bediri, Utakinta Prana Vu, Udupiginta Sharira Vu, He. And then in 32 he says, For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. That's the world, that's all they're looking for. They have no other plan, this is what they're looking for. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Amen. Does he know? He knows. Does he know that you have need of all these things? He does. How many things? All. But seek ye first. See, that's it. That's one thing ruling over everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or his way of being right and doing right, All these things shall be added unto you. Either that's a paka lie or that's the truth. Amen. He said if you are keeping the priorities along this area, every other thing will come looking for you. Amen. Therefore take no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Wow. That narrows it down. I don't have to bother about so many things. I can rest. I can be sure that if this is what I'm thinking about, if this is what we're thinking about, if this is how everything is supposed to be a tool for the benefit of the kingdom, wow, don't worry about it. God is faithful. Everything shall be added on to you. Amen. That's what Jesus said. Let's see if we can read from 32. Uh, to 34. 
ಆದರೆ ಮೊದಲು ನೀವು ದೇವರ ರಾಜ್ಯವನ್ನು ಆತನ ನೀತಿಯನ್ನು ಹುಡುಕಿರಿ ಇವುಗಳ ಕೂಡ ಅವೆಲ್ಲವುಗಳು ಕೂಡಿಸಲ್ಪಡುವವು ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ನಾಳೆಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಚಿಂತೆ ಮಾಡಬೇಡಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನಾಳಿನ ದಿನವು ತನಗೆ ಸಂಬಂಧಪಟ್ಟವುಗಳಿಗಾಗಿ ತಾನೇ ಚಿಂತಿಸುವುದು ಆ ದಿನಕ್ಕೆ ಅದರ ಕಾಟ ಸಾಕು So eventually the the church in Jerusalem really just kind of flopped and that was that you know and we need to be sure that uh, this is how it happens it got deeply moved and corrupted by all of these things and that was that and the Antioch church just started doing stuff amen So we need to remember that the heart can go this way and that way. It could have started out great and all fired up and wow, everything was good. But as time went, you know, factors came in and began to change. Let's go to uh, Romans 4 and observe here another man who was just like anybody else. God had given him promise, but he didn't see anything happen. 25 years later, he finally got it. he tried all kinds of stunts by his own strength his own ability finally just parked on the word of god amen so that's how our senses are that's how our flesh is it will try everything until finally you're stuck oh god like asa look at the multitudes against me i'm trusting in you and god shows up hallelujah so observe here in the 17th verse let's start in 16 therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace faith and grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed not to that only which is of the law but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all that's why we are studying him amen as it is written this is how it operates I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed praise god even god who quickens the dead that is his qualification that's who he is he quickens the dead he quickens he raises things that seem to be dead and calls those things which be not as though they were amen so we are constantly being cautioned to remember what god has said and call those things amen who against hope believed in hope that sounds like hopeless there was nothing hopeful there it had gone negative there's no hope the voices have crowded everything even in the natural notice that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so there are challenges against that word that was given to you and you look like nothing's happening hopeless so shall thy seed be being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead does that sound like you don't have to pay attention to your body that's what it sounds like that's what it sounds like but your body said this your body said that you get to a place where you don't consider it and that is only to the abraham type of people who have tried everything else and we have <laughs> amen and the lubims and the ethiopians are so many and the voices of everything else is is loud 
And finally you decided, you know what, I've been going about this thing the wrong way. Suppose I didn't have those medicines, what would I do? You were just stuck somewhere in the middle of it all and you didn't bring your sachet with you, with all of your medication. What are you going to do now? I'm on the way. What shall we do now? Well, you better believe God. You'll be forced to believe God, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. What are we going to do? This is not there. That's not there. Will it work here? Will it work in this place? Amen. I didn't bring my card with me. Ha ha ha. Will it work here? See, all of these so-called fleshly things are there, which may challenge you again and again. But I think, if we are getting anything out of this message about faith and Abraham's faith, that there was a point where he considered not his own body, now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, that's just rubbing it in, isn't it? hundred years old, that's like super rubbing it in. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Whoa, that's part two. The other person who's supposed to be legally the one producing with you, dead. He staggered at the promise of God. No, he staggered not at the promise of God. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. So all those things contribute to unbelief. Looking at the situation, looking at the body, looking at this and that and the other, you have to decide, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. That's a very personal thing. We cannot force anybody into this. When he was about a hundred years old, the deadness of Sarah's womb staggered. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Wow. The one who promised it will perform it. Amen. Amen. That's the um, prerogative and the, the desire of the one who has promised. He said, if I promised it, I'll do it. Amen. So you're not going to have anything wrong from God's side. If he promised it and you stepped out on it, he'll do it. That's just the way it works. But we are persuaded, being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Amen. So today, I want us to just remember that in spite of X, Y, and Z diseases out there, you are standing on the word of God. You know, there's something called disease X right now. They don't know any other name to give it. They just call it X. They made it in a lab somewhere. You and I know by now that they've been doing these things. So, ha, ha, ha. Whatever. The name of Jesus is higher than that. And you're going to stay with the word of God and not be bothered. Amen. So my brother, my sister, we're living in fierce times where humanity has gone to the next level in wickedness. Where they think they're doing everybody a favor by killing them. And you and I have to be a witness. You and I have to stand here and serve the Lord. So be encouraged, be strengthened to do the right thing. 
you may have to be a little thick-skinned and not be bothered about so many other emotions and feelings. Hallelujah. Let's thank him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We just need to know about your name. We just need to know about your words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No matter what's out there, no matter how destructive it is, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. Thank you. Thank you. We consider not our own bodies. We consider not the report of the world. We consider not our feelings and emotions, but we park ourselves on God's word. And we have decided to work with that word. And that word is going to come to pass. And we thank you that you are faithful. And if we miss it in any area, we can run boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We thank you, Father, that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. That you have given us the victory in every place. And that this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Thank you that our faith overcomes the world. Thank you. In every situation, we have the victory. Thank you. Thank you for quickening bodies, answering prayers, restoring lives. Thank you for refocusing on the things that are important. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much team. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. And we expect a blessing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Be encouraged. Be strong in the Lord, the power of His might. You are blessed. Got the great one I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back, no place to go slack. Gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the great one I can't overcome. Do not